good song. Good meme song. This is a meme song. You can't hear it on Periscope. I'm a singer now. I'm in the song. Right? I'm not even off beat. I'm so I'm so natural at this. I'm so good at this. Yeah. There we go. You can't hear it over there. It's okay. Oh, hi. I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 75. Two a week is going well. There's always a lot to talk about, so I'm, I'm stoked for this. Two a week. Not only that, but I actually enjoy doing this. And in the middle of doing the last podcast, I, uh, I got a good message. I can't really reveal much, but the name of the podcast will eventually change pretty soon. I got a good, I got a good, uh, a good message during the last one, and it threw me off a little. But I'm gonna do a pilot for an online network. I just can't say what. I can't, I can't really say anything else. Other than that, it's it's gonna be great. You won't see the pilot. You probably won't see the pilot. Uh, if it, if I get picked up, I guess I guess we'll just post it or I'll post it. But so that's good. You know what? It pays off. If you want to do something, just do it. <laughs> I imagine imagine if I actually thought that that was profound and imagine if I thought I came up with that slogan. I'd be a billionaire. We should we should uh I'm going to trademark just do it. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to just do that. I'm going to trademark just do it. I'm going to do that. So, yes, I was saying there's a lot to talk about. There's always a lot to talk about. And uh, the first thing that's on my mind, though, yesterday, you want to know how I spent my day yesterday? Three hours and 45 minutes watching Joe Rogan. Uh, I don't watch all the episodes, but I had to watch this one because it was the, the producer of the Game Changers. The, he's a vegan. He's, he's a former UFC guy. His name is Jason Wilkes. Debate with the guy that Joe Rogan had last week who was kind of debunking that movie. His name is Chris Kresser. And let me just tell you, Chris Kresser, he's on my side. He's on the pro-eating meat side. But man, if I've, I, I've never seen a guy who's, who's a meat eater seem like such a vegan. It was like the roles were reversed because the other guy, Jason Wilkes, came out to fight with all his facts and all his statistics and all his studies. And Chris Kresser just sat back and took the punches. And it was such a disaster for my war. This is a war we're in. You guys think the war is the right and the left? The war really is the vegans versus the carnivores. And Chris Kresser just got destroyed. The thing the thing about those kinds of debates, it's it's more about who is more persuasive and who is who is well-versed and who can who can out out-talk the other guy. It's really not about facts when it comes to debates. Which is the sad thing, and we buy into it. So we go, we go with who's more persuasive. Chris Kresser was not persuasive because he just he just sat back and he took it. But if you pay attention to what Jason Wilkes was actually talking about and the mannerisms that he was using, which I, I, literally after everything he said was right, right to Joe Rogan, right, and then and then he three I counted three times in the whole podcast he said he goes to Joe he goes Joe I'm doing pretty well uh, I'm doing pretty well defending my my views and Joe would be like yes you are you are doing pretty well so I see those as signs of weaknesses and I would have taken if I was Chris Kresser I would have destroyed him on those things I'm not going to get to the nitty gritty of the specifics that were, they spoke about because honestly also it goes over my head. You can, the, the thing about studies, and, and I, I use, sometimes I use, like later on, I'm going to use one about, about sexist men, how sexist men are more attractive to women, and because there was a study. So sometimes I'll use it as examples, but it's never concrete. I, I hate when people use studies as their concrete evidence to why they're right, because my whole defense is, for, for most of what I believe in, it goes down to how did we evolve? How did uh, we're like, for instance, with 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 gender roles and all that, is that more natural to how we are? And and you can make studies that that contradict that. And and you can have thousands of studies also with climate change. You can have thousands of studies that contradict that. But then you also have to question 
well, who funded those studies? Is it is it is it more political than scientific? Would those scientists get those get the money, the grant money, if if they didn't kind of if they didn't uh, align their views with how the politicians and the powers that be want their views to be. So I, I don't think, I think that that's always flimsy when you use studies because both sides will have them. And uh, I like to try to simplify things a little bit because a lot of our answers are in the past. That's why I like traditionalism. That's why I like conservatism. So I had a major problem with that podcast <laughs> And Joe Rogan, I thought he was trolling. Joe Rogan said on on Instagram, he said that he loved that podcast so much and it's such a big win for the vegans that he might take down the previous podcast with Chris Kresser that was debunking Jason Wilkes' documentary. I think that's a huge mistake too because the best, it's that's kind of a form of censorship. The best way to debunk anything is without censorship, is let the, let the two sides battle it out in 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 you know in in public so i think i think uh sometimes joe rogan can be such a pussy and it's sad because he's very talented and i i I admire what he's done with his podcast and the way he conducts himself so uh, i i don't know try watching it also jace i I don't know if i mentioned this but jason wilkes was such a dick and i get it he was very defensive he had to go on there and defend his film and his lifestyle, he's been a vegan for seven years, so he has to defend it. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Watch it if you want. I, I, And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I've spoken about the Game Changers and then I've spoken about the episode of Joe Rogan with Chris Kresser on it. So I figured, got to wrap it up in a little, little neat bow for you for Christmas. That's my Christmas present to you. That's it. That's all you're getting. I'm not giving you anything else because... Uh, I do these for free. I do these podcasts for free. And, and and you know what? I give and I give and I give. And what do I get in return? What do you give me? Let's talk about art. This this podcast is going to be a little bit of a sequel to Tuesday's podcast because the themes are similar. So last, I mean, last week on Tuesday, I spoke about the art from the migrants, the janitor who made art from the migrants trash. And all he was was a curator of garbage. So here's a curator of garbage trolling people in Art Basel. Art, for those of you that don't know, Art Basel is a huge yearly fair in Miami, Florida. And um, a bunch of a bunch of stupid modern art is sold for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. And most of it's garbage. I will say 95% of it is pure garbage. Literal garbage. Like I like the like the janitor art. So I saw this story. My friend posted this on her Instagram story and I had to DM her. I'm like, you don't actually like this, right? You think this is trash, right? This is and she goes, yes, this artist, I know him personally and he's trolling. This is for sure a troll. And what is that saying? A fool and his money soon part ways, something like that. So you get the idea. Maurizio Catalan is taping bananas to a wall at Art Basel, Miami Beach, and selling them for $120,000 each. So you're you're basically <laughs> so stupid. That's that's what it is. It's not it's not a sculpture of a banana, a banana. It's not a sculpture of a banana. It's a actual banana. And for those of you that don't know, a banana is a fruit, and a banana basically has a shelf life of three three four days and when it gets brown you have to make banana bread or platanos or something or else you got to throw it away so basically you're buying a a dollar product let's just say a dollar fifty with the duct tape and you're buying it for one hundred twenty thousand dollars i think i think the receipt is what you're more or the the proof of authenticity is what you what as an art collector what you're more about because the actual art in air quotes, I whenever I say art, it's always in air quotes, is worthless, it's garbage, and it's a joke, and the artist, I'm using that term loosely, is trolling you. So Maurizio Catalan is taping bananas to a wall at Art Basel, Miami Beach, and selling them for $120,000 each. The banana, explains the artist, is supposed to be a banana. <laughs> you, usually when it comes to modern art, you have to have, because uh, it's mostly bullshit, you have to have a placard 
that is a paragraph or two paragraphs long to explain why the banana or why the art is art and what it means to you rather than previously with let's just say for example renaissance art it just has the artist in the year it was made and what it's called there's no explanation it's self-explanatory really good art is self-explanatory bad art which is in the era we're in and we've been in for 100 years is not self-explanatory and that's why the <laughs> that's why it's all bullshit so I love that. That that if if I was still getting tattoos, I'm done getting tattoos. If I was still getting tattoos, I would I would uh I would tattoo that quote on me. I would say the banana is supposed to be a banana and that's it. The meaning of life is supposed to be the meaning of life and that's it. And the picture of it is is idiots. It's so funny when when you see um fanboys or fangirls dressing up for the occasion like they do for Coachella. You're pl- you're, it's like Halloween, so there, there's fangirls here taking pictures of the banana, and they're going to post it on their Instagram, and be like, haha, this is so cool, I, I get it, but you don't get it, because it doesn't make sense, because modern art just doesn't make sense. Uh, let me see if I should read. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip to the second paragraph. So, imagine my surprise when I arrived at the VIP preview for Art Basel Miami Beach and discovered that Italian artist Maurizio Catalan had done exactly the same thing. The most important difference being, of course, that this version sourced from a local Miami supermarket and on sale from Paraton, whatever, the Parisian... Okay, blah, blah, blah. Cost a cool $120,000. We sold it. Oh, so they sold it. Um, If you're ever upset that you're not rich, and if you're ever doubting yourself that you're smart, you're not smart because you're not rich, this is proof that you don't have to be... um, a genius to be rich. You could be dumb and rich, and you could believe in the most bullshit of bullshit. So, you know, imagine what you could do with one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Imagine, imagine, because I, 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 there's a lot I would do with one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, and I would make that one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, a million dollars, and then five million dollars, and ten million dollars. But man, sometimes people with money are retardo this is uh this is even dumber than those fake museums like the museum of ice cream this is this is indicative of the times we're living in this this is proof of idiocracy the problem with idiocracy which i rewatched recently was that was made during the bush era so what that tried to highlight was that And it said it without saying it, but the dumb conservatives, dumb hillbillies are going to make this country dumber and dumber and dumber. It's actually the opposite. It's the intellectuals. It's the people who go to college. It's the people who buy into liberal arts. Those are the people who are going to make this country dumber. And, I mean, look, the difference is is that the conservative the dumb conservative people, because there are dumb conservatives. I'm not saying that exclusive to one side. They kind of just want to be left alone. They don't want to. They don't want to ruin culture. <laughs> they don't want to subvert everything. They don't want to tear down everything. They want to be left alone. Yes, they can think gay marriage is degenerate, and you know what I do too. But that that they kind of keep to themselves. You can you can tell me well no what about the what about the KKK what about the Westboro Baptist Church there's five of them and that's it my rebuttal is what about the millions of people who went to college what about the millions of people who are for open borders what about the millions of people who are against traditionalism and against american values that w- that th- th- this country was founded on so and the people who buy into bullshit like this. This this is one of many examples. This is the th- the funny thing is is that this is not surprising to me. Cuz you'll see something like this every week. The reason why this is in the news now is because of Art Basel. And this is like the this is like the the next story I'm going to talk about or this is like the story that I spoke about on Tuesday with the grandmother the 85-year-old grandmother who's on tinder and who is like i'm done sleeping around it's time i grow up and and find that one special person 
These stories are clickbait stories that wouldn't have ever existed before the internet. But the reason that they exist now is because, look, I'm talking about it. I'm more using it as an example. I guarantee you there are people who are like, oh, man, this is profound. This is profound art. And they have to justify it. They deep down know that it's stupid. They deep down know that it's not special. But they sometimes have to justify it because they don't want to be they don't want to be seen as dumb. A lot of people, even smart people, are very insecure. You see, I know I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I just know bullshit when it when I see it. So, uh, look, when you when you become rich because you do enough podcasts that you start gaining a bigger following, my advice to you is don't buy a banana duct taped to a wall and don't fall for that stuff. Um, I'm going to transition, not in the tranny kind of way, to different topics. I'm going to talk about some health stuff right now. So, obesity. Do you like that segue? Do you like, because I, I think it works. I'm so good. Oh, no, 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 no. There was a screenshot. Never mind. I'm not going to talk about obesity yet. Uh, one of the most popular tweets of the of the past week um, is something that everyone is making fun of. And it, and it reminds me of what I spoke about a couple podcasts ago with the person talking about how you need to, the Playboy girl, the girl who, who writes for Playboy, how you need to, if you want to sext with someone, this is how you do it. I love all these busybodies. They, and they, again, they all, they all think they're so smart and that they're helping society so much. And then you get 50,000 likes and 15,000 retweets and, and you get all the clout points. So you think you're right. So she tweets, um, this is, she, this is another advice of how you should text someone. And this is part of the infantilization of our generation and of Gen Z. This is what happens when you ban bullying and, and all that stuff. So she tweets, I just want to say, a lot of y'all dumping information on your friends at the wrong time without their consent. If you know it's something that could hurt them, ask permission before you decide to be messy, please. Busybodies. Busybodies. You know, the, the, this, is, this is pretty exclusive to females. Yes, and I'll give you an example of of males of this in a little bit, but but um, the males I talk about and I shit on are males who have been neutered, and males who didn't grow up with father figures, didn't grow up with uh, real bullying, and didn't have to overcome anything, and have always been comfortable playing their video games, eating their bad food receding hairlines early because of all the soy they consume being very skinny like so 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 they eventually those kinds of men become busybodies too but the thing with women is uh i don't know if you know this but but women are who soon at, like right around the time they were getting the right to vote they were the people pushing for prohibition of alcohol it wasn't men you got to look this up because it's interesting. So this kind of goes back to busybodies. Like, yeah, yeah, let's ban alcohol, which which will eventually create the, the mafia and the black market. It sounds nice. Let's ban alcohol. But people shouldn't be drinking. That's the devil's sauce. But uh, it, it has many unintended consequences. So So the busybodies, like this girl who thinks that you should you should you should ask for consent before you tell your friends anything. What are friends for anyways after that? You have friends like true friends. The friends who if you ended up in the hospital would actually show up, which there aren't many of those. A lot of people who who consider people their friend what they really have to do is consider them acquaintances because for the most part if you didn't live with your family and and you really had to rely on friends, it's very 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 few people. So for this person to give this this advice, it's completely wrong because if these people were your friend and you were really in trouble or there was something really on your mind, you don't have to – I don't even think this person believes this. You, she's, she, uh, 
she figured, oh, this is the sort of stuff that will get me attention, and she's right. I'm talking about it. I really, really hope that this is not how people are all becoming. I really hope that this is just the crazy people, but it gets a lot of love. So she so, so so her example is a screenshot of a text which was hearted, which means that the person who received it appreciated it. And it says, are you in the right headspace to receive information that could possibly hurt you? The 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 problem with that also is you're probably going to cause your friend more anxiety if you send them that something like that. Also, that's not how humans talk to each other. Their whole thing is about butchering the language, butchering how we communicate with each other. First of all, we're already isolated from each other enough. We we're already way we're already spending way too much time behind screens. So for for someone to ruin human interaction with a s- message like that, I really hope people don't take this person's advice. Let's move on. Obesity. Psychologists are now saying that obesity is not a choice and not all and not at all caused by lack of willpower. Just another one of many ex- examples of the ongoing infantilization of the West. So the article is from the BBC and it is from September. So I guess I saw someone post this. If you are fat, it is completely your fault. The funny thing about that is that usually when I talk shit about the the fat movement, the what's it called? What's it called? The fat movement. Body acceptance movement is that they're lumping themselves in with if you were born black, so the civil rights movement, or even born gay, which I'm not completely sold on because of this book written by a gay guy called The Madness of Crowds. You should read it. It's very good. I'm not completely sold that you're born gay. I think it's more nurture than nature. So they, uh, they're they pushing this that if you're fat, it's it's like a civil rights thing. You, you, you know, it's you got to you got to you got to just accept that. Not only do I not have to accept that, but everyone's worried about the the cost of health care. If we ate beef liver every day, <laughs> no, if we ate a little bit more healthy and we, we exercised and didn't live sedentary lifestyles, then I don't think that this would even be a problem. And I don't think that the in two stories from now that I'm going to talk about, I don't even think that will be a problem. You're going to get what I'm talking about in a little bit. But this is one thing that you could solve. If you're dumb, there's not much that you can do to help that. Like, if you're born dumb and you're listening to this and you know you're dumb, I'll give you advice. Know that you're dumb. Don't try to pretend that you know everything, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be incurious. If you're listening to this, then I'm I'm assuming you are a curious person based on what I talk about. And that that that's a that I I would rather hang out with you than than someone with 120 IQ who is condescending and a dick. So it it says obesity is not a choice and making people feel ashamed results only in them feeling worse about themselves reports a top psycho psychology is pseudoscience. This is bullshit. Fuck you, person. Top psychologist, top top study, uh top uh Top experts. I love when they use experts. Who the hell are these experts? It calls for changes in language to reduce stigma, such as saying a person with obesity rather than an obese person. What? No, you're an obese person. Go lose weight. I saw a clip of uh, this show. It's funny how it used to be my my 300-pound life or something like that. They keep upping the number. I saw a clip of sisters who combined weigh a thousand pounds, or maybe that they both close weigh close to a thousand pounds. And what I noticed is that um, they're se- they they have severely low IQ. Like that, you can watch it, watch that clip, and you'll know that they have low IQ. But at, when you're fat and when you live a sedentary lifestyle, you by yourself are making yourself dumber because you're not activating your brain specific parts of your brain that you would uh that you would activate if you were working out and eating healthy and feeding your brain what it's supposed to what it's supposed to eat 
all this is doing fat shaming. A cancer charity's recent ad campaign was criticized for fat shaming. Yeah, that's good. You have to ask yourself, why is cancer rising? Why is diabetes rising? Why is, why is uh, Alzheimer's and all these? Why are all these things rising? It's because of what you eat and, and your lifestyle. That's, that's what it is. I'm not, a do- I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor, but it doesn't take that much to understand why this is happening. And to baby people who are obese with stupid psychologists, top psychologists, uh, based on their advice and their reports, their reports... It's almost like they want people to be fat. They want people to be lazy. They want. It's almost like they are working for the drug companies who make billions of dollars off of people uh, that are prescribed this medication. Uh, obesity levels rose by 18% in England between 2005 and 2017. That's insane. And by similar amounts in Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. I love how people make fun of the Americans for being fat. It's not just us. And also, Mexicans are fatter. They eat tortillas every day. Um, but the increases cannot be explained by sudden loss of motivation across the UK. Well, I'll I'll, I'll throw I'll throw I'll throw an example. Um, in two thousand five, social media didn't exist. Smartphones didn't exist. Maybe that has something to do with it too. Uh, stress and trauma. Oh my God, the trauma of being fat, you guys. The people who are most likely to be an unhealthy weight are those who have high genetic risk of developing obesity. Uh, yeah, that's called being a human. Your body stores fat because we didn't evolve with an abundance of sugar and fat and salt. That stuff was rare. And, and the fat that we got was really, really good fat. We didn't have sh- sugar. wasn't a thing. You got sugar from veg, uh, from from fruits. That's it. You didn't get you didn't get sugar from anything else. I these these are geniuses who write these reports, by the way, and they they're they're so confused. How did we get this way? Um, where was I? People who live in deprived areas, uh, yes, deprived areas. It's it's because they're they're minorities or they're poor. That's why. Uh, I've seen fat rich people, people who lived in deprived areas, often experience high levels of stress, including major life changing and trauma. All right, the trauma that we experience now, by the way, is nothing compared to the trauma of Am I going to die today? Is someone going to kill me today? Is an animal going to eat me today? Are we going to have food today? I mean, the 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 trauma of comfort, like credit card debt i have credit card debt it sucks i think about it all the time but i'm not eating i'm not eating donuts every hour because i'm stressed of owing money to that the drama they throw around words like trauma all the time because they want you to think that you're a victim of something else they want you to think that this is not your fault this is the 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 this is because of, of everyone else. This is because of the commercials you see on TV. Yes, that, that, that does have some, something to do with it. But it's not like we don't know. It's not like when smoking was popular and doctors were on TV and being like, yeah, smoking cigarettes. It's, it's the one, this is, I like camel cigarettes. This One out of five doctors, no, four out of five doctors choose camel cigarettes because it coats the lungs with medicine. Um, so... This is not anything that even the dumbest, the dumbest people know. Like dumb people know that um, that they uh, that they're not doing very well for themselves. It's this is not very complex stuff. Um, oh God! It goes on to say, comedian James Corden recently spoke out against fat shaming, saying if making fun of fat people made them lose weight. There'd be no fat kids in schools. Okay. That is some some big thinks right there, James Corden. Usually comedians are are the philosophers of our time. Oh, God. There's just so much wrong with that. No one's making fun of fat people to make them lose weight. We, we, just, we just make fun of the weaker people. We make fun of weaker people 
to begin with. That's just what humans do, and I think it's a good thing. It's mean and it sucks, but overall it's good. I think I think shaming, publicly shaming people for doing bad is a good thing. It won't make them change, but maybe a little bit. Maybe that plus good advice, not not advice like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault you're like this. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, the other thing with health is the pill. Once in a while, I'll talk about the pill. And this article is from a year ago, but it popped up again in my feed, and I think it's interesting. Where did I want to start off with this? No, yeah. This is actually interesting. So I've mentioned that the pill... What I've mentioned before is that the pill is not good for women. It it totally throws off their instincts. So I've I've read studies. I've read a study before that women who who are on the pill while they're dating someone and then once they get married or something they get off the pill, there's a big percentage of them that just that that break up. And and uh I'm not sure how much I believe in pheromones and all those kinds of things. But supposedly what the study was saying that it totally blinds you from the subconscious instincts that you have that we've evolved with supposedly that uh, it shuts off those receptors and, uh, you know, because we're attracted to smell and and uh, specific things that that the pill just totally destroys. And actually, so this this um, report kind of proves that a little bit. Women who take the pill each day have an essential brain region, which is 6% smaller, scientists discover. The hypothalamus is crucial for the normal production of hormones. This small region plays a role in mood, appetite, sex drive, and sleep. This is, this is the first time... Sorry. This is the first time changes to its size have been found in women using the pill. Early research suggests... This may affect mood, but not cognitive performance. Well, yeah. My other problem with the pill, and I'll continue reading this in a second, is that it encourages women to act like men and to sleep around. And uh, I think that that's really, really bad. And I've I've already spoken about why I think that's really bad. But uh, women aren't like men. And they I think that, that deep down, naturally, they look at sex way differently than men do. We're the ones with seeds. We're the ones who have to plant it everywhere. Yes, we have rules in society, especially when you consider the how successful monogamy was that we kind of go against how we were naturally programmed. After a certain age, I think for men, it's, it's good to move past that, move past sleeping around and, and find one partner because it's better for the overall health of your family, the mental health of your family. So something like the pill kind of encourages women to act like men, which that that's not how they're made. And it and it you, you ravage your body. And this is just proof. So uh, women who take the pill each day have a key brain region, which smaller experts have found for the first time. The hypothalamus is crucial for the normal production of hormones and plays a role in mood, appetite, sex drive, and sleep. So imagine disrupting all of those other... Uh, aspects of your body and how it functions and then you have to then take uh what's it called uh the depre- what's the depression pill what's that called <laughs> uh pills for depression and pills for many other pills that you you did not you were never going to need you didn't have a chemical imbalance in your brain until you started taking the pill researchers at blah 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 in new york city scanned the brains of 50 women to make the conclusion they saw a dramatic difference in the size of the hypothalamus in women who took birth control pills. But they say they said cognitive performance or behavior did not change. Well, I mean, I guess the behavior might change if you're depriving yourself of, of sleep and appetite. And it, it does say your mood changes, so your behaviors probably do change, despite the brain region being around 6% smaller. However, other preliminary evidence from the same team found a link between the smaller size and anger and depressive symptoms. There you go. The research will be presented, blah, blah, blah. 
and so on. If you're on the pill, get the hell off of it. Stop sleeping around. And um, and I think you'll be a lot happier. That's my advice. And it will always be my advice. I've dated women on the pill. They've all been insane. You know, um, you know how, how dudes who break up with women, they're like, yeah, man, she was crazy. She was so crazy. I always take that with a grain of salt because I also think sometimes they're really dumb. But my ex-girlfriends were crazy. <laughs> I've mentioned before, um, the last one, she... She was addicted to a lot of pills, and she blamed it on, like, a fake disease she thinks she has, but she doesn't. She's just freaking crazy. So uh, don't do drugs, especially if you're a woman. Uh, wow, I'm 36 minutes into this podcast. We got to move on. There's many more. Th- I, I wanna, The main thing I want to talk about today is, uh, I mean, man, I have so many things I've saved. But the I'm going to get to the main thing I want to talk about. Yesterday, all over the news... And again, this is what I was alluding to before, was that um, these kinds of stories would never be stories if it wasn't for the internet. And I don't even think this kind of behavior would have been encouraged if it wasn't for the internet. We're getting down such a weird, unhealthy rabbit hole. The way way that we look at relationships, super unhealthy. And um, it's encouraging men who are weak to live this certain way. So the, their, 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 light, their light at the end of the tunnel is something like this. Rather than before, they kind of had to pull themselves up from their own bootstraps. And they, and they would have been before, they would have been bullied. So they know, they know that they had to get stronger. Right now, we're capitulating. We're letting weak people stay weak. This is what happens when you let weak people stay weak. We get polyamorous couples. And, and for some reason, oh, there's an ad playing. But for some reason, this has 500,000 videos. It was posted yesterday, two days ago. And the downvotes, it's so split. It's hilarious. Let me see. Okay, so so I'm going to play this whole video and, and pause it and talk about it. It's eight minutes long, but, but it, it, it gets better and better and better as the video goes along. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny that this typically you'll see it where it's four or five weak men and the woman is also weak, but, but she gets all the men and, and, and you don't really see it so often where, or the people who push these kinds of stories wouldn't push a story where it's like one really strong man, one really like alpha dude. Again, this is not something I would want. But um, they wouldn't push it where it's one big, strong alpha dude with five women. They do it the reverse because they, there's there's some sort of coordinated attack on masculinity. They, they they This is, for some reason, they're part of their agenda. And I've mentioned it before. I think that they, to destabilize culture, you have you can't have strong men. You can only destabilize culture and politics if there was generations of weak men and then and and not only that but you silence the strong men so then you have to keep pumping out propaganda and making the weak abnormal men the head of of um at the forefront of popular culture so then people who are strong are kind of like fuck this i'm not being involved i'm just going to shut the hell up and live my life but but this kind of propaganda is subverting naturally how we are and subverting the essence of our culture and country. So I'm going to start playing this and then I'll I'll keep pausing it. But this is it's uh, I'm dating four guys and now I'm pregnant. Love, don't judge. Yes, judge, judge obesity, judge degeneracy, judge abnormal behavior like this. That we have to. You have to. Therefore, way relationship is working wonders for them. Yeah, that's a lie. 
first of all, Travis, Chris, and the others. One of them is an obese guy wearing a Space Wars t-shirt. Oh, he's a child. And um, he he's he's weak. I would I, I would love if I was famous. I would offer them a hundred thousand. And I was rich and famous. I would offer them a hundred thousand dollars each to fight them at the same time and destroy them at the same time and then put it on pay per view. Uh, the other they're they're all weak, 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 weak looking dudes. I'm I'm ashamed to to call them dudes. I wish I believed in other genders minus the the two. I wish I believed it because they would be there. These are kids. These are kids. They're they're in a they're in they're they're preserved, <laughs> or they think they're preserved. And and you know like the comic book cases that they 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 grade the comic books and they're there. You can never get them out, and it preserves the the structure of the comic book. They think that they're doing that, so. They think that they're they're five forever. You're gonna see. You're gonna see. Oh, and 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 notice the music. I've mentioned this the other day. Notice the music in the background. It's uplifting. It's fun. It's happy. Relationship could best be described by having Tori as the hub, and all of us are spokes on a giant wheel. But not everyone understands the dynamic. I was like, "Oh, you're kidding. That you're joking. How will this holly relationship cope?" with a further addition to the family. And so who's the father of the baby? Love, don't judge. So again, this is mine and Travis's room. This is the master bedroom. Um, this is the room that has the bigger bed um, that people will swap in and out of every night just so that everyone can get equal turns, you know, sharing a bed. While this is like mine and Travis's room, we keep all of our stuff in here. People are rotating in and out. The first polyamorous relationship I'd been in was actually with Travis and Ethan. Travis was the one who had brought up the idea to me. We met. All right, uh, Travis looks retarded. I'm not like like okay, scale of one to ten, he's a one. The dude is a one, if that. But not only that, he actually looks retarded. You know how retarded people have like a, a certain look. This guy looks retarded, and you're gonna hear him talk. You be the judge. <laughs> She's abusing a retarded guy. Back in elementary school, we've been dating for all, about two and a half, almost three years. I've known Ethan since junior high, and we made things official recently, but we've basically been dating for about two years now. The top. Uh, Ethan looks. Ethan looks like he's on um, Valium. He looks like he's half asleep. And he also looks autistic. Poly, meaning multiple, often refers to a three-person relationship. But for these guys, it's Tori and her four separate lovers. And the next one would be Mark. We met in high school. And then Chris is the newest addition. <laughs> uh, we've been dating since April. The relationship could best be described by having... Tori as the hub, and all of us are spokes on a giant wheel. Sorry, I'm starting with a good card. I have yay. <laughs> yay! No. Did you hear that? The the little baby talk? That was not her talking after when they go, yay! That was the other guy. That was one of the guys that she's sleeping with. And they play these uh, unicorn card games. I mean, they're, these are kids. I... I'm I'm so bummed that this video we're two minutes in, it's an eight minute video. I'm so bummed that this video didn't ask them what they do for a living. I would love to know what they do for if they do anything for a living. Let's go on. When it comes to games? Yeah. 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 We have yeah. to try not to be. Is there any one person that tends to win when you play games? Listen. It's not my fault. It is your fault. Also, I rarely play this game to win. I generally just like sowing chaos. While this poly quintet are happy to play games with one another, that's as far as play goes for the boys in this relationship. We're not romantic with each other. We're all just connected with her. Although Tori might like it to be another way. Terrible. They're all more than welcome to have another partner if they so choose, but as of currently, no. 
Um, honestly, I would love it if somebody found a, a second partner, you know, dividing time and time. Yeah, that's called having a normal relationship. You want one of them to have a normal relationship with someone else and get out of your hair. This is not natural. This is just bizarre. If anything, in the past, it would have been one dude with many women. And that's it. Call me sexist. That's what it would have been. Not that this is bizarre. They're all playing video games with each other, too. They're all, um, they all have sex with the same girl, and they're all playing video games with each other. And, it, and they asked, are you, also, are you guys intimate with each other? And uh, they go, no, but there's going to be there's gonna be a surprise later on. But um, this, is, this is so weird. This is so weird. And this is being encouraged. Let's go on. All five people and making sure everyone feels included is kind of difficult. But there are problems when four men are vying for just one woman's attention. You don't say. Uh, how often do you experience jealousy in the relationship? Regretfully, a lot of the time. <laughs> but, um, thankfully, there are a couple of healthy ways to deal with it. Primarily, just talking to each other. Gay! That is gay. Oh my god, this thing about talking with each other, talking things out. I mean, what really should happen here is one of the one of these dudes needs to man up and beat the shit out of the other one and, get, and say, get the hell out of the house. I am alpha. This is mine. This is my territory. Get the hell out. No more polyamorous relationship. What kind of guy would want a polyamorous relationship with other guys vying for one woman? This is this is this is this is a society in decline. This is cancer. This is a cancer. Let's sort of talk around the moment of hey, I need some time with Tori rather than actually <laughs> saying it outright. Yeah. But introvert Introvert, extrovert, extrovert, <laughs> introvert. Yeah. So only two of us are, in, are actually any good at open communication. It, it helps if you know the person. That That's uh, Travis, the one talking right now. You, he sounds retarded. A lot easier because I was friends with him. Her and Chris was a bit dicier at first. There was a lot more jealousy and all openly admit that the same goes for mark because i'd never interacted with them i'm gonna have to make that but for me personally yeah i've never been with the idea of monogamy so i've always looked for a polyamorous relationship because you're a weak guy i don't really know to be honest i guess i'd be i'm open to it but i'm not gonna go after it i know ethan and i sort of tried back in high school and that kind of flopped really fast because you're all fags that's why you're all fags you tried in high school ethan also sounds like a fag this, this is this is this this is my point i don't think that people are really born gay these all of these guys i would bet money there was no masculine figure in their life i would bet money that they were so deprived as kids that they thought that maybe they're gay maybe this maybe that that they, they don't know anything about themselves and that 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 yes we should be open-minded and we should have um polyamorous relationship and let's go on and now this five-way relationship is about to be joined by an additional member all right and here we have the nursery this is crazy so it's starting to get set up it's not quite done yet so I am currently about 23, 24 weeks pregnant. We found out a couple weeks ago that we're having a girl. <laughs> we're very excited. And so who's the father of Listen to the music. So Chris is the biological father. Um, we just know that because of timing. <laughs> the dudes look miserable. And we know that because of timing. That means that you're in a polyamorous relationship and you're not having sex with any of the other dudes. They're just there. They're your roommates. That's what they are. They're your roommates. This is so sad. As far as, I guess, socially goes, we're all raising the baby together, so everyone's dad. So, Chris, how do you feel about everyone operating the role of dad? It's definitely a little interesting. I mean, I grew up with the idea of, you know, one dad, uh, one mom. 
but um, there's a lot of support between all of us dads. We always joke about the idea of getting stuck in an endless loop of go ask your dad. <laughs> Having an unusual relationship structure has meant they've all received judgment in different forms. Good. Polyamory is definitely an uncommon thing. A lot of people have grown up in monogamy culture of, you know, you don't really love someone if you have eyes for somebody else. It sucks to have to say that I probably have more of a negative reaction from friends and family. When I first got into the relationship, Good. Um, my friend group was not very supportive of it at all. Good. My is slowly coming around to the idea. Um, the pregnancy has helped with that. Yeah, um, this is just, this is just, what's the word? The, I'm speechless. This is terrible. My friends know all of my partners, and they love us and think that we're cute and such. My family is kind of quiet about the disapproval. The relationship was also met with mixed feelings by Tori's closest relation. I will admit that since I'm her older brother that I just have that tendency, I suppose. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 We gotta stop this right here. Her older brother, Alistair? Tori's older brother? So this is a podcast. So you can't, you can't, you're not watching this video. Go watch the video. Go, go put into the Google... I'm dating four guys and now I'm pregnant. Love, don't judge. Go watch it. Go skip to 701 and look at Tori's brother. That is a girl. Her family must be so fucked up that they have a trans uh, guy. I guess that's the right word. And a, a girl who looks more like a guy than her fake brother who... uh is in a polyamorous relationship. Really good stable family, guys. Really good job parents who probably aren't still together and the dad left for cigarettes when they were two years old. Good job, everyone. This is this is terrible. All right, let's hear what her brother has to say. ...to be protective. I wasn't expecting the pregnancy announcement. That one was a little bit of a shocker for me. Um, as... Uh, you know, that protective older brother. I was, I was you're like, not oh, you're a guy. So I was like, oh, you're kidding. That you're joking. No. <laughs> but now. I like how the trans brother like, is more of a conservative than she is. It takes a village to raise a child. and all. I hate that saying. It takes a village to raise a child. No. No, it doesn't. It takes a mom and a dad. That's it. Maybe the grandparents come and help. Maybe they have a sitter. There's no. There's no. It takes a village. Even when it took a village to raise children, it didn't literally take a whole village to raise a child. They let the children run around and whatever. They, there was no village really raising one child. It, it wasn't like that. This is so stupid. Uh, I just feel like the more love that you could put in, the better the outcome for the kid can be. This little fake picture. Little foot in the middle. Despite the judgment, jealousy, and jostling for attention, these guys are more than excited to welcome the sixth person into their family. This doesn't last a month after she gives birth. I'm definitely excited. This is going to be an adventure, so I'm more than ready for it. An adventure? No. It's not going to be an adventure. You're all going to break up. And adventure is like uh, going to Antarctica in traversing the plains or something this is not an adventure this is this is um this is wrong this is this is and i really hope that this is not gonna continue being the norm or or uh, continue being pushed as the new norm the modern family if you will it's just it's just super super crazy uh, all right, I only have time for the questions now. I'm going to get to the other stories on Monday or Tuesday, sorry. But I got some questions submitted uh, for the last podcast. And I'm going to get to those now. I didn't even go through them. Someone put the topic gays. Man, the gays are just completely tame compared to this insanity that is being pushed. I could talk about the gays and t- for a long time, but 
honestly, that's just a whole subject that we can we can do later. Like why I don't believe in gay marriage, as opposed to when I was a little bit younger, I did. Um, why do you, schools teach you the wrong information? Example: Who was the first U.S. president? Well, I don't know if that's a good example, and I don't know what you mean by that. But schools aren't meant to really teach you anything, especially the way that the curriculum has been changing. It's a propaganda. It's an arm of the government. Hence, it's going to be propaganda. So whatever the government wants to push, that's what they're going to push. And uh, we're in a post. We're in a post post-truth reality tips on learning a new language uh i'm the wrong person to ask that watch the simpsons in their language i've heard that that people who who moved here would watch cartoons like the simpsons to learn our language so i guess reverse it go go watch the their version of it sitcoms are not even funny anymore sitcoms were mostly never funny did you watch Jack Ryan? Is it weird that the creators thought socialism would save Venezuela? Look, like remember two seconds ago I said that the, the schools are the arm of the government? So is the entertainment industry. They all have their agenda and they're all pushing the wrong things. It's it's again, it's like it's like everything else I've been talking about. The right answer is the opposite of whatever they're pushing. It's insane because I actually I might have mentioned this on this podcast, but I have heard because I've never watched that show. But I have heard that the new season of Jack Ryan, which is a show on Amazon, it, uh, their whole season involves um, the CIA trying to overthrow the nationalistic government to replace it with because it's uh, it's falling apart like Venezuela really is. But to replace it with a socialist government, which that's why it's falling apart. Um, they use uh, entertainment as propaganda. This is not anything new. It used to be pro-America stuff. That's where it changed. It used to be pro-America stuff and to combat communism and all that, which I'm all for. But now it's it's literally to undermine what this country was found on. Moving out of the country. Um. I don't, that's not even a question or a topic. I have no idea what you want from me. Reincarnation and what animal you'd like to be. Um, I don't know. I don't, that's stupid too. Uh, if people want to be treated equal, then why do they act special? E.g. LGBTQ+. First of all, can we stop saying LGBTQ+. Can we just call them gay? And that's it? I hate that acronym. Also... Or I hate that, uh, whatever it's called. Um, it, 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 all these movements hide behind equality, it, but it's never about equality. It's about becoming the supreme um, head of, of, of culture and society. It's, it's never about equality. Like, like the gay thing, it was never about gay marriage and having equal rights. It was about being the forefront of everything. And it was about it w- it really was about also um embedding themselves into the education system and 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 teaching kids younger and younger and younger about sex and sexuality it's almost like the powers that be are pedophiles and you know they're trying to normalize that for some strange reason it's almost like they want us they want us to sacrifice our kids to them i wonder why what's wrong with abortion when should it be allowed should partial abortion be legal what do you mean by partial abortion is that like killing half of the baby? Um, okay, I like this is the same thing with gay marriage. I used to be for abortion because I, in my mind, I was like, oh, it's only after a certain time they just can't allow, they don't allow abortion. I assumed that that was the case. But you give them an inch, they take them out. That was never what it was about. It was, For some reason, I mean, there's a big business. Planned Parenthood has been caught selling baby parts. They want they they, they they hate children. I don't think that abortion should be legal. And then you're gonna be like, well, Sandwater, what about if a girl was raped? And what about if if uh, incest or something? Oh, you're talking about the five people. The majority of abortions aren't because of that. And I would make an exception for those kinds of people. But it's never about that. They want to encourage it, and 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 what they're pushing also is you got to wear it as a badge of honor. You gotta, you gotta uh, uh, tweet how 
you're you're pro not only pro abortion but you've had five abortions and you're proud of each and every one of them you think i'm exa- exaggerating you think i'm exaggerating them uh, exaggerating this i'm not um do you have any favorite christmas activities or traditions despite being jewish well i like the idea of the trees and the decorations i love all that I think it's pretty, and I like how it smells. I don't like the fake trees. Love how open and casual you are with your political views. Oh, and also suck at snowflakes. Thanks for that. Not a question, but thanks. Um, a lot of these are just jokes. Look up quantum immortality. I've seen it somewhere, and it's weird to think about. Don't know what you mean. Topic, teenage suicide. I think I've had a whole podcast about this, but the reason why suicide is going up is because of the aforementioned topics I've spoken about in this podcast. The sedentary lifestyle, the obesity, the constant abuse of technology, video games. I'm not saying that video games make you commit suicide, but being plugged in does. Not having real human interaction. You're you're foregoing real human interaction for a sedentary lifestyle and and um you know the allure of social media we're moths to a light that's what it is i mean our phones give off light and we're like moths and we're attracted to it i've noticed just swiping up opening my phone because i liked that gesture i had nothing to do on my phone but i i i noticed that i try to keep a book near me especially when i'm at home because um, I, I want to try to train myself and encourage myself to read more, which I have been, little by little. Um, also, you're, you're, I have mentioned this before, too, and I've thought about this a lot. If I was supreme ruler of the country, I would ban, <laughs> I would ban smartphones up until you're 18. We consider 18 adult. I would actually not consider people adults until they're like 24 or 25, but... As a society, we consider 18 adults. Um, that's when you you would be allowed to have a smartphone. You can only buy one with an ID. Your parents can't buy you one either. I, I, I mean, there's always a way around of or there's always a way around laws, but that's just how what I would do. I think that the, it's 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 sickening how high the suicide rate is, and we're really not doing anything about it. And we blame things like guns for school shootings. It's not guns. Because actually, go look Go look 50 years ago in schools. we uh, Kids would handle guns in schools because that was part of the curriculum. They had It was called gun safety. They were teaching that in schools. There was no such thing as school shootings. What has changed? Demographics have changed. That might be part of it. But also the addiction to te- technology. The um, constant... Comparing yourself in FOMO, comparing yourself to people who seem happier than you. Oh, uh, taking physical education out of the curriculum too. Kids have so much energy that not only are they not satiating their their need to exert energy, but we're encouraging sedentary lifestyles. Oh, this was my favorite one, by the way. This this person I checked, they don't follow me, but they um when I asked for questions, this person I guess might have used to follow, but then has been listening to the podcast. And um I actually posted this in my story, but this person said, Do you like being a fascist cuck? Yes. Consequences of the Industrial Revolution. I think that we've done amazing things with technology. We've solved many problems. But at the same time, a lot of those so-called problems weren't really problems, like Postmates. I don't think Postmates was a problem. I think you can either make food or go go to the supermarket or go pick up food from um, a restaurant. We're, we're encouraging laziness. This is all tied together with everything I t- talked about. Just go back a little bit, and, and that's my response. That that might be a good topic that I should I would pull up articles and, and all that for, but... Um, I'm not a, I'm not a Luddite. I like technology and I think that, but we need to be mindful of how we use it. 
And uh, do we? Do you think women should pursue careers or should they primarily take care of a family? Yeah, I don't think women should go into the workforce. Again, that's not something that I would make law, but I think that we should encourage maybe even through tax cuts or something, but we should encourage women staying at home. We should inc- it, it, That puts less stress on the dynamics of a male and female relationship. I think it's better for the, for the children. I think that that's how we stop this epidemic of, of, of uh, like, like the polyamorous couple, as an example, which I think that that's becoming nor- more normal by the day. And um, I think that it, it, it all stems from destabilizing the family. And we should, we should go back and, and, and realize that not everything needs to be dismantled. And we should revere the family. We should revere the gender roles. And I think that would be a lot happier. You can, I've mentioned this before. Women are statistically more unhappy now than they were before feminism. Um, last question, Jeffrey Epstein's plastic surgeon died in a plane crash. I haven't heard that, but what I have heard is, and I actually had to double check. I thought that this was, might've, might've not been a credible publication. I'm not going to read the whole article, but the headline is Jeffrey Epstein's private banker at Deutsch and city found swinging from a rope executive suicide before FBI questioned him. So the FBI was going to question him and, and, and. Um, luckily for whoever this protects, he uh, he also committed suicide. Los Angeles County Medical Examiner confirmed that Thomas Bowers died by an apparent suicide by hanging at his home before Thanksgiving. So this is pretty recent. Now, it's so bizarre that this has not been reported by any mainstream outlet. But this is actually true. This is this is so crazy. I'm not going to go into the article, but the Jeffrey Epstein saga continues to get weirder and weirder and weirder. Not only that, I I, um, I have gone over, we're an hour and seven minutes in, I have gone over by seven minutes, and for that, that is Sadcast episode 75. I am Sadwater, here's a song, I love you, bye. I'll be back on Tuesday. Tuesday.